in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh. Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And welcome into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. We're coming to you live, as always, from the Ingalls studio. And the mullet's flowing today. Let it flow. Let it flow. Don't hold it back anymore. He's looking sharp and dapper and all of the things. I'm wearing big boy clothes, shoes. That never happens. That's right. I do love when people see me wearing actual clothes that see me on a regular basis and go, you look good. Yeah. You're dressed like a grown-up boy. Well, see, that's what you do. When you see a, a behavior that you want to continue, you encourage it. That's it's part of like like parenting. You know, you just you just when you see them do something good, you you reward them with kind words. And so when you see someone not dressed like a hobo, you go, Hey, you look good today. You should do that more. You should you should do that more. I mean, I'm not gonna but <laughs> i mean exactly was, we don't you know we we all have our styles and we stick with our styles you get on me about wearing jerseys all the time and i don't care I, I like wearing jerseys rob johnson in our youtube comments said you got some dapper dan in that hair i am a dapper dan man <laughs> premium hair jelly try to find a good hair jelly in this town don't want fop I'm a dapper Dan I'm a man. Dapper Dan man. I'll ask you not to use that kind of language in my establishment, son. Is you is uh, or is you ain't my constituency. Uh, speaking of the constituency, you want to be a part of the constituency. You want to be a part of the House of Reprehensibles. All you got to do is go to thesportocracy.com, click on the live video link, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Once you are subscribed, then you'll see that little join button right there. You can join the House of Reprehensibles, and uh, you know you'll get all those alert live alerts when we go on for. Mullet Man and the Canadan and Mullet and the Dude and the Fantasy Game Time Decision Show that'll be coming up at 8.30 this Sunday morning because of the early kickoff in London. We will also have another fantasy show in the morning. Fun stuff. Me and Armchair Commentary, we are fixing your team. Double, double fantasy shows. The Doobly. Nice. Hitting it back to back this week. All right, let's, uh, let's get into the opening drive here in the Sportsocracy. The opening drive brought to you by Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. They hooked Jeremy up with a brand new car. Kind of. Oh, it's 100% a brand new car. I mean, it's a brand new car, but it's not necessarily brand new to Jeremy because he went and said, they said, what can we put you in today? And he went, I think I need another Pathfinder. I I love this Pathfinder a lot. So they changed (laughs) the color and went, there you go. There you go. Because that is the sweetest driving car in the world. Mm -hmm. You got the... uh, the brand hammer new silver pathfinder sitting out in the parking lot here at radio ranch and you can get your very own just go on down 629 brevard road fred anderson nissan of Asheville. they will hook you up whether you need whether you're in the market for a new car whether you're in the market for a pre uh, a certified pre-owned vehicle like i was because i love hand-me-downs and 
I'm not ashamed to drive somebody else's car. Or if you're not in the market for a car at all and just need to sell your car, you can they'll take it to Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And they'll give you $250 extra on your trade just for saying that the two fat guys on the radio told you to come down here. Yes, indeed they will. And uh, speaking of the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. Let's hey, ride! Yeah! He's ready to roll. Bang, bang! I don't know why we do that Cactus Jack thing. I like, don't know. Why it, do you do that? It's I don't know. It just it it feels right, and so I do it. Let's ride! Bang bang! Bang bang! <laughs> he says he's ready to roll, and he spent most of the flight over to London working out on the plane. Now, and here's my question: What does that entail exactly? You cutting wind sprints in the uh, in the aisle? We're doing lunges and things, just stretching it out. <sighs> Maybe he was working on his resume because that that may become no. pertinent. That will not be pertinent. Yeah, Jimbo Fisher and Russell Wilson. You should both be glad you signed contracts when you did. 100%. 100%. It's not going well for either of those gentlemen. Because you are currently both too expensive to be told, go away. Today is call your shot day. It's call your shot day here in the sportsocracy. Um, whatever definitive hot take you may have on sports, whatever the latest is, Throw it at us on uh, on social media or in the YouTube comments. And you, you can super chat it in the YouTube comments. You can just comment it out there. Or you can call our new call-in line, 828-436-2812. Does that work? We, it does we work. Gotta, we got it all set up. Uh, at least we think so. Okay, all right. Technology has not been great. It's not, it's not been a dry run as far as I know of this, so hopefully. Oh, no, there's been a oh, I've, Okay, all right. Oh, all right. I set all the things up. Now, if it goes to hell in a handbasket now there's nothing i can do about that all right i ran the it's all good right right we got uh we got several ways for you to get your hot take in on the show today call your shot wednesday here in the sportsocracy and uh, of course we'll hit the uh the major topics of the day like apparently everyone's got a real problem that aaron Rodgers has an opinion about how his team plays and here's my question why are you surprised I, I have no what idea. about what he said are you looking at going i didn't already know he thought that not a single piece of it goes on the pat mcafee show and starts talking about how we're making a bunch of mistakes and we didn't used to make mistakes and you know you go out there you try to play good you, you want to play good. good well they would play very good we didn't play very good i don't know it's just it's just it, does it not take it to another level? Like when he's out there talking about training camp and everybody needs, you know, a, we're building trust with the receivers and, you know, we're making some mistakes right now, but we're working through it. Well, now he's talking about benching his fellow players. And I feel like that's, that's kind of a line you don't cross in a locker room, right? But why? Yeah, I mean, you look around, who really has the cachet on this team? Outside no of Aaron Rodgers, who actually has any form of cash? I mean, Aaron Jones. He's, a running back. Yeah. Uh, okay. And it's just, it's comical to me that this team has lost close game to the Giants, close game to the Commanders. Either one could have gone either way. And if this team is sitting at 5-2 and two instead of 3-4, and four, are we having these conversations? Mm -hmm. No. My argument is no. And it would be the most 2022 NFL season thing ever for Green Bay to go into Buffalo and beat the Bills. Yes. 
Not saying I think that's going to happen, but that would be the most, well, that's just par for the course thing. Yeah. Could be. Like you said earlier today, it also could be a thing that Tampa gets a win on Thursday night football and things start turning around for the better for Tom Brady and the Bucks. But I don't really see much of a path. I, that I believe in one bay turning things around and not the other. And okay. it's the cold one, not the Boca Raton one. Yes. Not the retirement Boca village. Raton. I was going to say, you know that's not the same place, right? Correct. Okay, all right, all right. I mean, I know. It's all Florida. It's fun. <laughs> I know geography may not be your strong suit, but it's completely different places. I, I just don't, I don't understand why this is a story. What, what did he say that's really upsetting your apple cart? I don't know. The, the only thing I can go down is, I mean, look, I heard Chris Canty earlier today talking from a player's perspective of the, that's just, you don't go there. You don't start playing head coach. You do your job, Aaron. Do your job, and I'll do mine, and let's move on. You're just, I don't know. He's hes hes stepping over that boundary. A lot of, some people are taking this as a slight to Matt LaFleur as well. well maybe you should. Matt LaFleur has kind of proven he's not a great head coach. Questionable decisions, late in games, late in big games. And it doesn't look like he has, you know, he doesn't command the respect of Aaron Rodgers. Of course, nobody would. You, no. We all know this, right? We all know. I mean, people get shocked about Aaron Rodgers saying these things and then turn around and, and badmouth his attitude. He's always been a crybaby. What, what do you want him to say? Right. Well, I mean, what do you want him to say? If you're if you're a fan of the Green Bay Packers, do you want him to say, "Well, yeah, we're a young team. We hope it gets all. We just hope it gets better. That that'd be fun. That'd be nice if everybody would just maybe play gooder. That that make you feel better. That make you feel warm and fuzzy. A, that's not who he is. B, I don't think he said anything out of line. I've heard this story talked about all day long. I, I don't see that he said anything incorrect. Mm-hmm. It's not that he said it in anything incorrect. He was, you know, he's probably speaking truths. Although, I, I mean, I feel like the statistics he throws around are just pulled out of his keister. He was saying, oh, yeah, "We're running fifty plays, and ten percent of the or ten times in those fifty plays, we made some boneheaded mistakes, and you know, that's twenty percent of the time. And twenty percent of the time, we used to do it ten percent of the time, and then ten percent of the twenty percent becomes thirty percent. And when you're up to thirty percent, you might as well be a hundred. Uh, that joke. <laughs> so when Aaron Rodgers did it, I went, "You should never throw out more than four percentages in one sentence." Right. When you imitated it, I went, that died on the vine three seconds in, <laughs> and you went 13 seconds longer. Absolutely. I, just, I don't get it. Aaron Rodgers, I and this is just my opinion, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is doing his job. Do you not expect him to be a little agitated by that? A guy at 38 years old that sees the window closing? Like Stephen Tell said in our YouTube comments, I just hope everybody has fun. Is, is that what you would like him to right, say? right. I mean, is that the loser mentality participation trophy society that we live in? That uh, that genuinely somebody actually says something of some merit, and now we all go to uh, chaos 
mode over it. Well, that's not his job. I mean, that's what this all circles around. Uh, well, this should this should be only coming from the head coach. Well, apparently the head coach doesn't have the testicular fortitude for making tough decisions. So maybe Aaron needs to step in there. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. The next time I hear Matt Lafleur say anything of any merit, will be the first time. Yeah. Seems to be a theme. Seems to be a theme with uh, bad teams. Shocker of shockers. And when you don't uh, have bad a teams good have head coaches coach. that are right. nice and quiet. Right. Oh, like the New England Patriots. Oh yeah, yeah, like them. We'll, like uh, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll uh, see what happens this week. Todd Bowles. God, you warned me so much. I did. And I'm not saying I didn't believe you. It's just. The experience of living it is just, it, it can't really be, you can't really be braced for that. No. Uh, this is like your first time on a roller coaster. I can tell you about it, but until you've lived it, uh -huh. you really don't understand. Yeah. And I, for one, I don't like this ride. Not a big fan. And uh, we need, we need to shut her down for some regular maintenance. And, and there's another ride happening in Foxborough. And it may possibly be the dumbest thing I've ever seen play out. I'll tell you what it is up next right here on ESPN Asheville. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. The sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. It is ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. You are in the sportsocracy. Coming to you live from the Angles studio. Let's talk in the chat about the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Are they the second best team in the NFC? 
Alex threw that. I out want there. to say no, but I can't. I can't definitively tell you no. They're the Falcons with some actual talent. They play very hard, and the defense is markedly improved. Mm-hmm. It's just—is that the strangest? I heard this on Greeny earlier today. Is that the strangest thing that has come out of this NFL season? Is that Geno Smith is one of the best quarterbacks in the league statistically? I, I can't say it's the strangest, but it's certainly up there. It's certainly up there. Uh, we have our first one of these of the day. And the button. And the work. button. Of course, work. technology. Nice. Technology's fun. Uh, from Soaring Eagle, if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm launching Matt Canada into the sun. I don't disagree with you because that is a very infuriatingly called offense. Okay. You also have a massive lack of talent uh, on the offensive line and at quarterback, see, which that, makes it see, more. That, that's my initial reaction is what is Matt Canada supposed to do? creatively get the ball to Najee Harris instead of run, run, pass, punt, which is what their offense currently looks like. Right. As a Jets fan, I've I've experienced that offense. Actually experienced it with your coach, Todd Bowles. Yeah. That, was, that was fun. Yeah. Before the break, I teased that n- something weird's happening in New England, and I can't wrap my brain around it. Okay. If I hear one more person say, well, you got to give Bailey Zapp a chance. See what you've got. Are you out of your mind? You get that you just took Mac Jones in the first round a year ago, Mm -hmm. right? You -hmm. you get that. Mm -hmm. You get that this is not a completely dormant team. And it's not like Mac Jones has been terrible. It'd be one thing if it was, oh, I don't know, Justin Fields. Now we can talk. You're having to run a a collegiate offense to satiate him. Mm Mm-hmm. What is this fascination with Bailey Zapp? I have no idea. I and no, I don't call him Bailey Zappy. If he, it, it, I'm not using that we, stupid we name. Understand. Learn how to pronounce your name. We understand. I don't know what it is with Bailey Zappy, but there's something there. I mean, you you saw it on on the broadcast on uh, on uh, when was that Monday night? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> fans are excited about Bailey Zappy. I don't know what I don't know what made them it. turn on on Mac Jones. Because Mac Jones, remember, when he first came, it's it's searching for Tom Brady. That's exactly what this is. Nothing has changed. We told you when they drafted Mac Jones, he's a high floor, low ceiling. Is the floor a little lower than we thought? Maybe. Maybe, but mm-hmm. not drastically. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he's still a quarterback that the, the, the impetus is that you just don't turn the ball over. Well, the problem is they started doing that. And, and when you and start maybe doing that. just maybe the reason for that is because you have a big dark bearded moron calling your offense that's oh I don't know a defensive coordinator right maybe that's why maybe you also have have angered the gods and your entire fortunes may have turned on a guide wire I'll tell you that story in a minute. I just, I just don't Bill, physically understand what it is, and Bill that, that Bill Belichick thing. That's, what, that's where I was headed. Right, you can't do this. All right, your your aloof tomfoolery works with Tom. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work here because you're padding into this. This is fan delusion. That's all it is. 
Bailey Zapp. Oh, you've seen a little, a little good out of him. You do realize it was against the Lions and the Browns, right? Mm-hmm. Who, uh, I don't know if this is news to any of you, but defensively, they're horrible. Both of them are horrible. And so you're getting excited because a backup quarterback put up numbers against two of the five worst defenses in the league. And now your coach is playing into it. Mm-hmm. Bill has the opportunity, has always had the opportunity to shut this down, but he refuses to. And I don't know if it's like, is this another one of those Bill Belichick games that he thinks he's playing? Like he thinks he's smarter than everybody else and he doesn't have to answer the questions and all of that. But you realize what that does. Like that gives, that gives hope to a fan base and when the fan base goes i don't like that mac jones for whatever reason maybe they don't like his style of play maybe they just don't like the cut of his jib and they look at bailey zappy and they go ah that's my guy that's the one i want now you're dividing a fan base Mm -hmm. you're dividing players i'm sure i'm sure there are some players there always is some players who would rather have bailey zappy on the field and some would rather have mac jones on the field and you got that one guy at the head of the, the the snake here that's supposed to be the he's supposed to be the voice of reason. And he's not. And he's not. He, he's not because he's doing this. Well, it's a strategic advantage against the Jets. Let me make this as clear to you as I can. I don't care if you play Mac Jones, Bailey Zapp, uh, Tony Eason, Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady. I don't care who your quarterback is. This weekend, you are going to get smoked. And I know that sounds like it's coming from a Jets fan. I'm really well connected to that team. And I just saw an article come out that basically said what I've been telling you for a month. This Jet team, they kept receipts. Mm -hmm. I don't care how aloof you act about your quarterback. All you're doing is making your life harder. It's the same thing I said with the coordinators. It's the same thing I've said about Bill for years. Years. This is the this is the pretty girl at the bar. You can be kind of rude if you're a nine. If you're a four, it becomes a little more a little bit more difficult. Right. And that's where Bill's at. Bill's the four that acts like a nine. Okay. And until he gets that through his head, you're going to continue to be a topic of conversation. But he's but he's never getting that through his head. Oh no. You can't teach this old dog new tricks. I'll like be, we're we're past that stage. I, I'm gonna be really honest with you. If I was Bob Kraft, I think I have to sit have a sit down with Bill in my office. Of this has been a great run. You brought us a lot of rings, but you've got to go. It is time for you to sail into the sunset. Mm-hmm. You flirted with the Giants a few years ago. There's been talks about different things with you. It's time. Because you're making this exponentially harder than it has to be. I mean, this is a rebuilding team anyway. Mm -hmm. The talent is lacking. And now you're playing into a media fan base delusion on a fourth round quarterback from a pass happy scheme that's had two games again. Put him in against the Jets. I beg you, (laughs) please throw him out there. You won't like how it goes. And I'll be honest with you, that might be the best way to shut this down. Chuck Bailey's app out there this week and see what happens. 
that's a full eight fa, and you will 18 foe. <laughs> you go Bailey Zapp against Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed, good luck. You will more than double your find out. I like that. Uh, no doubt. Because those three picks that Bailey Zapp's already thrown, two, one of which was just absolutely horrendous. And there was no guide wire in that one. He'll catch Mac Jones in a half. Mm -hmm. He will duplicate what Zach Wilson did last year against this Patriots team. And personally, I hope it happens. Yeah, people can't. Uh, you know, people need to see it to believe it. But I mean, that's not a good strategy. This, I'm, I mean, we all know that's not a good strategy. You don't, you don't, you don't want to mess around with that. Throw him out there just to prove a point. I've been doing this for a minute. This might be the most delusional thing I've ever seen. Mac Jones almost won rookie of the year last year. He took you to the playoffs with a brutally bad roster. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, you got crushed, but of course you did. It would, none of that would have mattered. You had a huge talent deficiency to the Bills. Mm -hmm. And now four games into the season, we're just writing Mac Jones off. And here's the part of this that I've yet to hear anybody talk about. What player in the NFL do you think is watching this going, oh, yeah, I want to do that? Oh, I want to go to New England. Agents. Yeah. Agents right now, I'm telling you, I've heard this more than once, are putting out around the league. My guy's not going to New England. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but this is not an NFL well, franchise. Well, this is the problem that you you will always have, especially when, you know, when you're speaking about a fan base. You You've had the GOAT. It will never be as good as that again. I mean, this is one of the stages of grief. Oh, um, absolutely. You know, they're in the denial phase. They're in a denial phase of going, we're not as good as we used to be. We're not the dynasty anymore. And I feel like this will this will last forever. Oh, I, I disagree. You know, Bill Budacek, so? our, our uh, a wonderful Patriot fan in our YouTube comments, said, Jeremy, that all sounds great, but I don't think Bill's going anywhere anytime soon. I do. I 100% do. Who did Bill Belichick cut his teeth under? Bill Parcells. Mm -hmm. You know what Bill Parcells was notorious for doing? At the first sign of trouble, at the first sign of damaging my legacy, Seacrest out. Open the side door, jingle out. Mm -hmm. I said this last year. I can't believe he came back to do this again. And now this is pure misery. This is like Bill Belichick's worst nightmare where he goes into every press conference knowing that questions are going to be asked every single day. Every day, because he refuses to say anything. So you're not going to shut it down. So the question is just going to keep happening mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And for Bill, that's like the seventh layer of hell. Having to answer me the same media question every single day. And it's not going to stop. I easily could see this being his last year of just, I'm done. I'm 70 years old. I'm tired. There is not a path to us being a Super Bowl contender. And if you're being honest with yourself, there's not. No, there's not. And it's not anytime soon. No, it's not. But I'll say the same thing I said the last time we had this conversation about Bill Belichick. I don't know that he sees it the same way we do. I don't know that he sees it the same way anybody does. He may not. He will do the. I mean, he's a guy to me that that he will he will take this to his grave. He will take this job to his grave if he's allowed to. And say, I don't see that. I don't see somebody that high level competitive because every year, it's going to ding your legacy. He wanted to prove I can do it without Tom. Mm -hmm. 
Well, here's the problem. You Two years, you have 100% proven you can't do it without Tom. And now the good thing is Tom's falling apart without you, too. So that gives you a little plausible deniability. Yeah, but Tom you, got the better of the situation. I was about to say, but right. Tom got the ring. Tom so. got the one ring. He got that one ring, and that was all he was really after. Things just continue to fall apart in Tampa Bay and New England, and it was time. It was time. It's the changing of the guard, as we've said, and and as we all know, the NFL is drunk. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Time to get just a bit outside. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. The Kansas City Chiefs had a pretty, pretty swift game this past weekend. It's the San Francisco 49ers, the offense putting up 44 points. And have you seen what Juju Smith-Schuster is attributing the uh, the success on offense to? It's so stupid. It's Call of Duty, man. We just, me and my teammates, we're bonding. It's a team experience. We're just playing we're playing video games. Do you give any credence to this? No. No? No, I, I give credence to Andy Reid. Away from the field, it could help you. I mean, I'm gonna say it hurts field. anything. Okay, all right. At least there's that. I figured this would be something that you would poo poo. Oh, no doubt. Oh yeah, we're so we're so much better on Sunday because we've been playing campaign together. Ugh, they've been playing Warzone. Is that like a in? Is that is that like a level inside the game or it, something? I don't play. Call uh, of Duty, it's an so. element of Call of Duty. All right, so they've been playing Warzone. Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Juju Smith Schuster, and they've been they've just been team building, man. Good, good for you. I'm glad. I mean, every team needs a level of this, but it's not like it's not like you're changing the wheel here. In our YouTube chat, Stephen Tao stole my thunder of Kyler Murray has now requested a trade to Kansas City. <laughs> I, I knew it was coming. I knew somebody was going to make the Kyler Murray joke. In a video that is being compared to a modern-day Zapruder film, we have shenanigans. If you watch the Monday night game between the New England Patriots and the Chicago Bears, you saw a terrible interception by Mac Jones that was picked off by Jaquan Brisker. But if you really watch the play... There was something strange about it, and now we know what it was. Mm -hmm. A brave Twitter sleuth has found a video. The ball hit the Skycam guide wire, and Tank is poo-pooing this. It didn't. In <laughs> spite of the fact it's very clear that it did. I've, apparently, Tank thinks gravity actually turned off for about a tenth of a second in New England, and the ball just dropped six inches. If but, it but hit the, the spend, wire, but, it would have changed direction. Not necessarily. And it didn't. Look, I, and maybe it's because I played golf for entirely too long. I've dead hit a tree and it didn't move. Gravity does some weird stuff. Uh huh. I've also hit one behind me, which that's that's hard to do. It is hard to do. You almost got to try to do that. Not as hard as you think. <laughs> Take you out on a golf course, see how long it takes for you do it. Oh man, I mean, I could, I could probably pull that off. I got a sixty-four degree wedge that says you would do it within five swings. Just trying to hit it straight and oh, hit yeah. it behind. Oh, 100%. Me. Interesting. 
it's hard to hit in the first place yeah i don't uh i don't do the golfs so i don't know all I, all i could say is i've seen this over and over and over again and right before the instant where you say it touched the wire the ball's in front of the wire no, on the video screen it's not though yeah it is it, I, mean, I mean then how do you see the entire the, wire that's a great that's great that the wire just impales the ball at one point because hail the ball it's coming at it you can see the guide wire perfectly i'm actually watching the video right now i'd put it up on the stream if i could but that's espn films and we can't do that yeah that's uh, that's it, crimes uh, by the way um espn's official statement on this is that wire is 15 feet above the play uh, above the ball yeah i'll be honest with you after the we were getting mike evans number to uh set up a, some golf <laughs> lessons i don't really believe any official you, statement that comes from it. anybody okay so yeah i just did not believe that i also have yet to have anybody explain to me how did the ball drop four inches six inches however much of this uh, it's a i'm guessing it's the angle of which you're looking at it you saw it on the rise and it's coming down it's it didn't hit the, it didn't hit the thing and even if it did it didn't change the trajectory or anything about the ball it was still a god-awful throw oh it was and, an Jaquan, awful throw. and jaquan brisker made a great play on the ball i'm just and tank spencer yet again believes in the lone gunman birds are real it didn't the evidence is right in front of you and you don't believe it no who's shocked nope not there you are in the sportsocracy here on espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 am and 1400 uh we'll get deeper into that seahawks discussion uh coming up next ahoy matey at ingles our extensive seafood department offers a huge variety from your local catch to flavors from around the world wild sashimi tuna charleston crab cakes mountains of shrimp bourbon salmon wild mahi mahi with mango salsa it's enough to make any salty sea captain ready to set a course for the bounteous treasure of the ingles seafood department it's all in the bag ingles low prices love the savings if cleanliness is next to godliness look around the car right now is that very godly look life comes at you fast but so does wnc auto detailing they have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor you don't believe me check them out on instagram all that filth and years of stains disappear wnc auto detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction and they do wax and ceramic coatings call wnc auto detailing at 455-3700 premium care with a southern hospitality touch everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years but the same thing applies to cars whether you're looking to buy a car trade in or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust fred anderson nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car they have two on-site managers that work with kelly blue book to give you top dollar for your vehicle you can even have your car appraised instantly at andersonnissan.com stop in and visit them today at 629 brevard road nashville or call them at 828-365-1663 It is the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. We are coming to you live from the Ingalls studio, and it is a Call Your Shot Wednesday here in the Sportsocracy. You got a uh, hot sports take. You got a draft question for Jeremy Green. We'll do some of those coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. We're going to talk a little draft stuff at the beginning of the next hour. Uh, first, or it's not the first. This, I guess, is the second mock draft of the actual season. We'll be out next week. Nice, nice. Another mock this draft time, Wednesday, I feel, coming. We go in two rounds. Oh, he's oh, going deeper. It is. It's that time. He's going even deeper. 
Can't wait for those seven round mock drafts to start in, you know, January. December. Hey, here's the thing. You knew what you were signing up for. <laughs> <laughs> you knew very early on what you were oh, signing yeah. up for yes yes we all know uh so yeah alex s uh asked in the youtube comments are the seahawks or actually it was more written like a definitive statement seahawks are the second best team in the nfc and he wanted to know do we agree or disagree and i'm gonna disagree for the square but I, who is it i because there's an answer you can justify. Minnesota, I guess. Minnesota would be the answer you can justify. I, I mean, I don't feel great about Minnesota. I don't feel great about the Giants, but I don't. I don't see the Seahawks continuing this. I I just I can't wrap my head around it. Maybe that's what makes it so wonderful that the Seattle Seahawks are sitting where they are, first place in their division, and Geno Smith has had a rebirth, or I guess this would be like the first birth his nfl career oh yeah as somebody that that witnessed the first iteration of geno smith this is not a rebirth no because there was nothing to for him to come back from Wait, maybe geno smith is finally the trivia and answer that jeremy has been looking for for years because every time we talk about a young quarterback struggling he's how many guys you know suck and then they turn out to be great 10 years later uh well i guess geno smith becomes the answer against the broncos the Lions, the Cardinals, and the Chargers. Okay, just look at the back half of that schedule, then tell me you feel tremendous about this, especially without DK Metcalf. So far through this start of the season, I guess one of the softest schedules in the league. Is that is that the PC word to use there? I won't say easiest schedule, but it's a softish schedule. The Seattle Seahawks have like the number five offense in the NFL. Geno Smith, which is insanity. Geno Smith's QBR ranks fourth in the league. Mm -hmm. He leads the league in completion percentage. It makes little to no sense. There, uh, so we do a segment every week with betting picks with with angles in the southeast, and I, I did that today. And I opened it with, there's an old saying in wagering. If it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, it's probably a chicken. <laughs> okay. And what that means is when you look at a line and go, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. There are a couple of them this week. Usually there's something that you don't know. Mm -hmm. Vegas always knows better than you. And, and I'm just looking at Seattle going, I got the Vegas poll. They're 21. Vegas doesn't believe in this team. Why? Why would Vegas not believe in this? Because they've looked to the future. I get railed on this for power in power rankings every week because I talk about what's coming up. What's coming up is very, it's vitally important to where you place a team. Mm -hmm. Because if you put a team at 12 and they lose eight games in a row, you kind of look like a moron. So you do have to factor those things in. I mean, look, I think there's some luck to this. I think there's some very – this is a well-coached team. I, I like how the offense is, has been coordinated. I, I think Pete Carroll's doing a good job. But Geno Smith's not this guy. The reason that the, the trivia question you were asking me, the reason I always say it's because it never happened. 
And it's never going to happen. Guys can have good games. You made it to the league. You have talent. Mm-hmm. It, it, say, your, say this to yourself out loud. It will lose all meaning by the third time. Geno Smith is the fourth, fourth highest rated quarterback in the NFL. Do you think that continues? No. Then this team can't keep winning. I mean, they Because can... in seven games, do you know what their point differential is? What's that? They're minus one. They've actually been outscored, and they're four and three. They're winning close games with Geno Smith being this good. He's not. Mm-hmm. And if you take DK away for any period of time, it's going to look even – it will regress even quicker. And DK's going to be gone two to four? That's what it looks like. Two to four weeks. Mike Williams is four weeks. It looks like DK's two to four. So that's going to hurt. Obviously, the running game is working wonders. So Kenneth Walker, he a dog. He is a dog. And they're going to be able to continue to move the ball. And I don't know. I, they're taking their shots. And when they take the shots, Geno's coming through. The rest of the guys are as well. You got to give the receivers their credit as well for being in the right place at the right time and coming up with these plays because it, it, it's a two-way street. If you're going to be on the quarterback, you got to be on the on the wide receivers as well or all of the receivers. I don't think it's sustainable sustainability that's a great uh that's a, that's a great term to use for this team because i don't feel like geno smith can continue to be a top five quarterback in the league i mean just go down the schedule with all the things that have worked in their favor you beat the broncos by a point you beat the lions by three arizona by 10 and the, the chargers by 14 mm-hmm. got smoked by the 49ers beat by the falcons touchdown to the saints you've done all this with what i just said about geno smith do you know how many turnovers they have the entire year two five 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 i knew it wasn't missed. four interceptions one lost fumble and one of the four interceptions was from dj dallas and if i'm not mistaken another of geno's was on a last second desperation heave mm-hmm the turnover luck's not going to continue. Geno Smith's not this good. Even if he regresses back to back into the top 10, you'd have lost two of those games. Mm-hmm. Without Geno Smith being a quarterback that he's not, you would be losing these games. So for you, who is it? Who is the number two team in the NFC, if not the Seattle Seahawks? I will say Minnesota because I do think they have a high side that not a lot of people can deal with because you have Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing I've said with the Cincinnati Bengals. You can mitigate a lot of ills by having a guy that you can never single cover, no matter who your corners are. And <clears throat> I don't want to have to say what I'm going to say. Okay. Number three might be the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> That's an indictment on the league, right? That's, no, 100. It's, it's no, no flowers. Oh, yeah. to Dallas the Cowboys. will be a, Dallas will be 14 in the AFC. So just cool your jets. No flowers to the Cowboys for being the third best team in the league. I got them Cowboys. Now, see that makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense when you do the shooty fingers with the Dallas Cowboys. The shooty fingers. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense when you're doing the Cactus Jack thing with Russell Wilson. That's right. Exactly. The follow-up question from Divine Comedy was Pete Carroll. Uh, I mean, is that is he coach of the year? 
You got GM uh, GM as of, of right now. I would say yes, but that's not going to age particularly well. No, well, I mean, let's let's just go to Vegas. Let's go to the coach of the year odds in Las Vegas. Nick Sirianni's got to be very high. He is number one. As he is well the he odds on be. favorite at plus one twenty five. Still not an even money favorite. That's a little surprising to me, but okay. no, I mean because there are some good candidates. There's some very good candidates. If you really think about it, I mean, Pete Carroll, he's got to be up there. I yeah, mean, but you have to look at the schedule moving forward sure, going. Sure, sure, I'm going to bait you into doing this knowing what's happening. But I guess this is kind of why I wanted to go down this path of this will tell you what Vegas feels about the end of the season. Would they take this kind of liability? If they thought if there they was a thought chance. there was a chance that Pete Carroll was actually going to win because he's plus 2,000 to win coach of the year. And that feels like a lot. Like, would you that's, be? That's that's basically everything you need to know. Yeah, because that is a that's an intense liability. Mm-hmm. Because if you th- if Vegas actually thought this team was going to go ten and seven, eleven and six, win this division, you will get crushed on that. According to Vegas, this is a two horse race. Nick Sirianni, mm-hmm. O'Connell. Nope, that's surprising to Not me. Not Kevin O'Connell. Everyone except for two coaches in the league. Oh, Brian Dayball. I Brian Dayball. Brian Dayball with the Giants. Oh, he's, yeah. Horses, not zebras. Yeah. That, he's I, I plus 250. That seems like a big liability. Every other coach in the league is plus 1,000 or more. Rob it seems Salah. like a big liability at plus 250 on Dayball. Yeah. Rob Salah, plus 1,000. He's third. Then That's a got, big liability on an insane fan base. Uh-huh. Trust me, I'm one of them. I, I know how we roll. Kevin O'Connell at plus 1,200. And then you got a group of three there at plus 2,000. Pete Carroll, Sean McDermott of the Bills, which no, I think that's – I mean, I know you were expected to be here, but, I mean, if he has this team at 15-1 and one or 16-1 and one or whatever. Yeah, eh, I still don't know that he would win it. He might. He might. I mean, if these other teams kind all of, of these apart. surprising teams would have to completely fall apart, and somebody has to make the playoffs. And Mike McDaniel with the with the Miami Dolphins, he's uh, also, you could put that at plus twenty five thousand. I don't think I would touch it. Mm-hmm. He's also plus two thousand. So, yeah, I mean, while it's a great story, I don't see it continuing for the Seattle Seahawks. Are they better than we thought they were? Absolutely, mm-hmm. there's no question. But can Geno Smith continue to be a top five quarterback in this league? The answer will always unequivocally be no. Just enjoy the ride. And maybe start looking for the exit ramp because it's coming up pretty soon. You are in the sportsocracy. It is ESPN Asheville. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. 
They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Coffee's the closer's on. Get them the money! Then when you get the money... You get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then we get the power, then you get the work. It's a random Wednesday night, which means NBA bangers. You can take these to bedus.com, use promo code SPORTSOCRACY, and I can't emphasize this enough. Don't watch these games. Just throw your free balloons on it, make your money, and go on. First, the Brooklyn Nets are a three-and-a-half-point dog at the Milwaukee Bucks, and that is stupid because this team is not very good. They could not defend five desk chairs. What do you think the Bucks are going to do to them at home? This one's easy. Bucks minus three and a half. The Chicago Bulls are a seven and a half point favorite at home against the Indiana Pacers, who are not good, but that's too many points. Uh, Chicago can't rebound to save their lives, and this is a big Indiana team. That number's too high. Chicago's going to win, but I'll take Indiana to cover. And finally, the Portland Trailblazers are a two-and-a-half-point dog at home against the Miami Heat. Here's something I didn't think I'd say out loud. Portland Trailblazers are 4-0, and they look like one of the best teams in the NBA. Conversely, the Miami Heat look like they met each other about eight minutes ago. I don't really get this line. This feels like, well, we haven't watched anything, so the Heat are the better team. Give me the Blazers plus two-and-a-half. Go and do likewise, gents. Money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. And as he said, take those wagers to betus.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Get that 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in up to $2,500. And unequivocally, don't watch these games. Lay your wager. Take your spouse out to a nice dinner. Maybe a walk. It's a little brisk outside, but anything. literally I mean, you can sit on your couch and poke yourself in the eye for three hours and it's better than watching any, any of these nba games really why would you spend your time watching the nba when you can just go through all the college film jeremy and get ready for an nfl draft that's coming up in 17 months let's go it's not that long obviously but six we'll months talk draft coming up after the break right here on espn Asheville. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Who's gonna break the news? 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 It is the 
Sports Accuracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. And we got breaking news. We have a trade. A trade in the NFL. The Chicago Bears are trading star pass rusher Robert Quinn to the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. Okay. Per Ian Rappaport and Mike Garofalo. Well, that defense just got scarier. Uh, what do you think the Bears got for Robert Quinn? Uh, I'm going to say they got a, a three. You're too low. Or you're too high. I'm too Excuse high? Me. You're too high. A it's conditional a four. four. It's a four. Okay. Fourth round pick for Robert Quinn, and the Philadelphia Eagles are better for it. A hundred percent. And Robert Quinn's better off for it. Oh, no doubt. I mean, after the, what was it, 18 and a half sack season he had last year, he only has one through the first six games of this year, or first seven games of this year. I mean, I mean obviously, yeah. I, I, did, I didn't really like the scheme fit for what Chicago was doing. This was one that made a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. It's a player we talked about. And now you look at Philadelphia and just go, well, um, that's stuff that's that's gonna help just quite a bit well this is the philadelphia eagles looking at the other best team in the league and going what's the one thing that they can do that look we don't we don't really pass the ball like they do but they don't run the ball the way that we do our offenses are kind of you know mirror images of of each other or flipped images of each other what can they do on defense that we don't do all that well? Get after a quarterback. We can't I, do it like they can. We can't throw as many guys at the. At I, you. I mean, they have five guys with with multiple sacks through six games. And how much more terrifying does this become? Oh, so, I mean, now you have Hassan Reddick with Fletcher Cox. Jordan Davis is the 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 run stuffer. That makes this defense absolutely terrifying. Because mm-hmm. like, like I said the other day on the show, they already have the number one and number two corner covers or cover corners in the league, according to PFF grades. They, I mean, obviously we just found out about this. It just broke. That's an absolute steal. Roquan Smith broke down crying. They, he was doing him. media villainy. He wasn't upset that Robert Quinn was leaving the team. He was crying because he's not leaving. He was doing media availability when this broke, and he broke down crying. Mm-hmm. Envy will do that to him, man. Going, I won't what? be shocked if he's moved. He I won't be. be shocked if he gets really vocal after this. I've always heard they were close. Mm-hmm. And this could be the just the death nail of I, I'm not doing this with you. This is a JV franchise. I mean, getting a four for Robert Quinn is a joke. I agree. You can't tell me somebody didn't offer more than that. I don't believe it. With the lack of pass rushing options that are out there and as many teams as need one, you can't tell me that there wasn't better than that out there. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I mean, what's the money? What's he owed? That may be another big question. That is, I a mean, good if question. Robert Quinn is on the hook for eighteen million dollars next year, or if the team's on the hook for that next year, then I don't know that I'd give up too much for it. Expiring deal. He's one year rental. Oh, okay. 
He's one year old. Got something out of him. Mm -hmm. Maybe you could have got better. But I mean, it is the Chicago Bears. And and now, if you're Philadelphia, if you're the the Dallas Cowboys, oh, Dallas fans, how you feeling right now? Penny, for your thoughts. We're still the best team in the NFC. How about them Cowboys? Good night. And the rich just get richer. I, I Look, we talked about this last week. I think this is going to be a very busy trade deadline. Mm-hmm. The deadline is November 1st. So that's next Tuesday. Well, this upcoming. The, the, the next Tuesday that's going to happen. Yes. I don't quite know how to say that. It's uh, next Tuesday. Yeah. But wouldn't that be? T- anyway. I do think there are a lot of players that are still going to be moved. Mm-hmm. And it's pieces like this. I mean, Robert Quinn, here's the instruction you need. Uh, when you're on the field, find ball, get ball. See quarterback, kill quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's what you're here to do. We don't mm-hmm. need you to do anything else. I mean, when you're when you're going against the Chicago Bears, you got two guys. You got two guys to worry about. When you're going up against Philadelphia Eagles, you got a whole bunch to worry about. Like we can key in on Robert Quinn and and Roquan Smith, and just limit the damage they can do. The rest of these JV guys, we're not concerned about them. Now with Philadelphia, I mean his his sack totals will go not right back to where they were last year, but this should be pretty close. And for you Bears fans that love to just fill up my Twitter inbox, uh, I want you to think about what your team just told you. We're not good, and we know it. No, they know it. We're three and four. You're the worst three and four team in the history of the NFL. You just had the best win you've had in five years. And what do you respond by doing three days later? Trading the only pass rusher you have on this team. Tells you everything you need to know. Mm -hmm. The NFL draft is coming up. Oh, yes, it is. In April. Yeah, but we're in the midst of college football <laughs> right, season. Right, right. It just makes sense. I mean, uh, college football is going on right now. Everybody's looking. You know, there are teams that uh, – there are fans of teams that, you know, you should really be starting to concern yourselves. You should really start to concern yourselves with the prospects that are out there and who you could be picking up in the draft because we're finding out seven weeks into the season what your prospects are for the rest of the season. Do you even have a shot? Well, there are a lot of them that have a shot at the top of the draft. Uh, and by the way, just since we were talking about the Eagles, uh, they currently have a top five pick in next year's draft too, because they have the <laughs> the Saints first rounder. Of course they do, because the rich get richer. Bad words said about Howie Roseman all need to be taken back. Uh, if you remember, I said that on the show. Right. Of oh, you think it's bad right now? It, just wait. Howie Roseman hates losing. Yep. I gotta admit, I'm 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 one that was guilty of it as well. But here you go. You got Philadelphia Eagles looking at a high draft pick. You got several other teams that are gonna be in the hunt at the top of the draft. We've talked about a lot of prospects already just through one mock draft. But Jeremy, you've been fielding answers or fielding questions on who else we should concern ourselves with in preparation for this NFL draft. Well, the the thing that you have to realize is this is a draft that last year was bad at quarterback. So I've told you there's going to be more quarterbacks than probably deserve to go in the first round. Vet go. When you have a Tyler Van Dyke that's been borderline benched at Miami and been a disaster. Anthony Richardson, who has largely been a disaster. 
I think he's actually been so bad that he's going to have to come back. Of which, with the raw talent there, I didn't even think it was possible. There are two names that I haven't specifically mentioned. One of them is getting a ton of first-round buzz. It's Hendon Hooker. I almost don't see how he doesn't go in the first round now. As athletic as he is, he's a very modern-day NFL quarterback. Yeah, he is. I mean, you look at Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, he's he falls right along in that. And he is vastly improved over that quarter like it like if you haven't been watching tennessee football vastly improved over that guy that you may have seen play at virginia tech a couple of years ago there's another thing that i but but i need to caution people on this do you remember the thing i said about kenny pickett last year it always makes me nervous when a player gets is drastically older than every player they're competing with and now you all of a sudden look like this superstar it almost never works almost never works and you also have to realize how good the weapons on that team are. I know he's done a lot of this without Cedric Tillman. I get that. You still have Brew McCoy and, J- and uh, Jalen Hyatt. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hyatt, who is a high-end deep threat. A guy that's getting copious amounts of buzz from out of nowhere. And Brew McCoy was an elite well, recruit when he came out. Out of high school. Well, I mean, when you catch six for 230 yards and five touchdowns. And five tutters. Uh, yeah, the hype's going to get a little big. I just, okay, just pump the brakes. Hendon Hooker, to me, is a guy that should go in day two, and he won't. Some team is going to see him. New York Giants! Um, not that I've specifically heard that or anything. because they've already realized well about that will levis thing right that's not gonna happen that may happen for ken dorsey in carolina but it is not going to happen for us well it just makes too much sense and i i I will also tell you that there was a report out and i can't remember who put it out but somebody said the chances of daniel jones getting a long-term extension with the giants is significant i asked three people in the know about that i got laughing faces back twice significantly stupid yes significant i got emojis back from professionals two times <laughs> i don't know why you possibly think that that's on the table right now it's daniel not. jones is not a good quarterback and we know this brian dable knows this He's getting and the, he's just limiting. Right. All you have to do is take care of the ball, be mobile, you're fine. Right. He's come up with a game plan that he feels is pretty much Daniel Jones proof of we're going we right, like we are going to just let Daniel Jones not kill us. It's very similar to what the Bears are doing Justin Fields. Yeah. You do one thing well. Let's use that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. By no means do I believe that Brian Dable feels like he is married to Daniel Jones. Uh, another offensive player that I have to talk about since we have been asked draft things, Jameer Gibbs is the number one running back in this class, and it's not close. Not Bijan. Not Robinson. close. Not even kind of close. Hmm. The comp I keep getting on Jameer Gibbs is Austin Eckler, and the more I watch him, the more I agree with it. And I think he's a better between-the-tackles runner, and I'm not sure it's all that close. Yeah. He is an elite pass catching round he's going in the first round i think Bijan's going to go in the first round too mm-hmm. but now there are so many of them 
You look at Zach Evans, who's a second round, a, a day two pick. Zach Carbonet, Mo Ibrahim, uh, Devin Akane, Sean Tucker. I think he's more of a day three guy, but really, he does one thing real, real well. He's also very small. He offers you virtually none of the extra things that you need a running back to do. Okay, so he's not a modern quote-unquote nfl do it all i'm just going to keep saying this until the chargers actually do it i mean i and i get that you've tried he would be the perfect compliment to austin eckler because he does that one thing that but but isaiah spiller remember that you mean the 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 great sasquatch uh, uh, barely seen that was the thing for 10 seconds in the offseason also watch out for blake corum that that's another name that i hear a lot he's a dude he's just so small the thing that makes me – I don't – look, you know my stance on little teeny tiny running backs. Right. I'm Seacrest out. Right. Cause Do you know how tall he is? 5'9"? They list him at 5'8", and I'm going to be really honest with you, <laughs> after seeing him stand next to Jim Harbaugh, I think he was standing on a Fletcher phone book Ooh. when they took his – when they measured his height. We know they all cheat. They all cheat on the uh, on the official roster listings. So oh, if, if you're, you're cheating guy, at five eight, that's why I've always laughed at Deuce Vaughn. How tall are you? Are you four foot nine really? <laughs> because you're listed at five six, and I don't know he's, that I've ever seen that before. Good, he's a good, solid five five and three quarters. Uh, Eric Miller with a super chat asking uh, Jeremy, please break down the Jake Paul fight. What did he fight? Somebody? I don't know. Did I, I know his brother is in uh, the WWE? I have this filter on my computer that unless Jake Paul does something like cure cancer, it filters all of this out. Oh, no, no, no. This is the uh, Anderson Silva fight. I, on principle alone, refuse to watch this. Mm-hmm. Anderson Silva is one of the greatest UFC fighters I've ever seen. And the fact that we have gotten here really bothers me. What, you didn't? Th- you thought he was above this? He was above making an extra oh, no, $3 no, no. million dollars to go fight oh, Jake Paul? Oh, no, no. I didn't think he was above this. He's been doing this for quite some time. The problem is that he may actually get killed in the ring. This is one of those, like, you can hate Dana White as much as you want to. He has looked at more than one fighter, Anderson Silva being one of them, going, I'm not sanctioning you. If you want to do this, you can do it somewhere else. But I'm not going to watch you die in my ring. Something I will always give him credit for. It was uh, I know he said it to Anderson Silva, and I know he said it to Chuck Liddell. Mm-hmm. You want to fight, you're going somewhere else. Right. I'm, I'm not doing this. And that's where I'm at with well, him. Well, I mean, there's no risk of, uh, of that in this fight. There's risk of maybe him doing, you know, being the murderer in the fight. No? He'll get killed in this fight. Really? Jake Paul will destroy him. Really? Jake maybe, Paul will maybe destroy. We, maybe him. we do need to hear the breakdown of this. Oh, this uh, at this point, Anderson Silva is—he's uh, not ten percent of the fighter he was. This is one of those things that it just feels gross to me. As a true fight purist, I love this sport. It is disgusting to me that anybody would put him in a ring at this point. So is this better or worse than who was it, Herschel Walker? That fought a while back or no that was holyfield holyfield fought a while back oh this and remember it, it's just that looked, level just looked like it's he didn't level. know where he was it's that level okay there's a huge age discrepancy because anderson silva's not that old yeah it's that irresponsible i had hmm. i had pitted out of my mind 
but as soon as I saw it, oh yeah, I have wanted to talk about this. So is that coming up this weekend or something? I think so. Interesting. It's either this weekend or next weekend. We'll have the answer for you coming up next, right here on ESPN Asheville. As they say, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result. Well, that's where PhD weight loss comes into play. They teach you a better way to live, and you can conquer your weight problem. I have lost over 90 pounds with PhD weight loss. Since I was four years old, I have been what the doctors call morbidly obese. And now I'm trying to reverse that, and I think I'm well on my way. And you don't have to be morbidly obese. I had always been in pretty good shape. But in my older years, I got very lazy. Fast food was easier. I slipped into bad eating habits. Next thing I know, I'm rather overweight. I can't sleep. My back hurts. We're almost to the year anniversary with PhD. I'm back to my high school weight, sleeping like a baby. And it's all thanks to the planning program of PhD weight loss. They give you 80% of the food that you need to have success and get a little bit of exercise. Nothing too strenuous. Do some walking and the pounds are going to shed. Just like that go to myphdweightloss.com if money is what scares you this fall then listen here for your thousand dollar inflation bonus win a thousand dollars every hour weekdays between nine and five happening now right here the season we've all been waiting for is here no, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Ahoy, matey. At Ingles, our extensive seafood department offers a huge variety, from your local catch to flavors from around the world. Wild sashimi tuna, Charleston crab cakes, mountains of shrimp, bourbon salmon, wild mahi-mahi with mango salsa. It's enough to make any salty sea captain ready to set a course for the bounteous treasure of the Ingles Seafood Department. It's all in the bag. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. Who's gonna break the news? 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 Welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Breaking news in the NFL. Uh, apparently Bill Belichick heard us because Mac Jones will start this Sunday against the New York J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're on to, uh, we're on to Mac Jones. We're on to MetLife to get shellacked by the Jets. <laughs> Jets plus a thousand or minus a thousand. Jet, Jets by a billion. You're inducting Debrickashell Ferguson into the into the Ring of Honor. Yeah. And you're wearing the still the black uniforms. And if I hear the word receipts one more time this week, I think it'll be a thousand. Right. After the shellacking that New York took last year in the famous Jets plus seven game. 
you know, everybody, they, they've set their sights on getting payback. And they may, they may very well get it. Going into the break, I said we'd let you know when this uh, fight's coming up or confirm for you. It oh. is scheduled to take place Saturday, this Saturday, Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. But the problem is it may not happen at all because now the Arizona Gaming Commission is looking into the fight because uh, Silva did an interview where he told them that he had been knocked out twice with full headgear with full headgear on while sparring because apparently he's got i've got the best boxers in the world that have come to train with me and help me get ready for this fight uh, and they knocked me out twice and you see a problem with that a, a big bit. problem with that uh especially since you know older fighters get extra scrutiny from the gaming commission and that lines at 36 they start paying extra attention to fighters after the age of 36 anderson silva's 47 years old and is he really yeah and you have to report to the gaming commission every time you've been or the last time you've been knocked out and for how long you were knocked out to whether or not they will sanction the fight well now the arizona gaming commission got a hold of this uh audio and now they've launched an investigation now silva has come out and said that when he does interviews in English, he doesn't always use the right words and that he wasn't necessarily knocked out. He just, you know, he got hit really hard, I guess. That he was using it in a, you know, oh, he not really knocked me out on that one. He was just joking. Ha ha, get it? Yeah, and those officials were asking uh, Mike Evans to set up golf lessons. <laughs> I, I believe that about equivalently. I'm going to give you my phone number here. Uh, so anyway, and of course, Anderson Silva's team says he's a hundred percent ready for the fight, of course, cause they don't want to lose the payday, mm, but I don't know. And I don't know that this fight's actually going to go on as scheduled, but it is according to, uh, everything we know now scheduled for this Saturday, October the 29th. And what is this? Silva is a plus 145 underdog apparently. Uh, take Jake Paul. No doubt. Don't set your money on fire. No doubt about it. Now, is this like, is it, and this isn't Ben Askren level. This isn't like they already got together and he was like, yeah, you're going to take a dive. And well, I mean, we never confirmed that. No, it just, come it, on. We all know that's how that went down. It just looked a little, um, like, oh, I'm just taking it suspicious. on the chin. Give me my million. Ah! And down goes Ben Askren. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's going to happen. But there is absolutely no way this fight should go on. Well, we said the same thing about the Holyfield fight. Tito Ortiz, too. That one. I, I watched that one. That one was awful. Well, it didn't last a minute. No! Washed fighters just shouldn't. I mean, just. Just, just be washed. Just just go. Just hang it up and be done. Right. Go join a commentating crew or something like uh, Cormier did. That worked out well. He's a pretty good commentator. He is a good commentator. Really enjoy his work. Uh, anyway, breaking news in the NFL. Mac Jones going to start in week eight. Shocker of shockers. Uh, as well he should. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the chat, it's being said that I'm too confident about this, and the uh, it means the Jets are going to get housed. It's entirely possible. That would be the jettiest thing ever. Jets plus seven. 
That would be the jettiest thing ever that you scream to everyone that you talk to in the media, every outside source of we have kept all the receipts and we're here to shellac the Patriots who just got dominated by the Bears. I think you're going to. I mean, I I, I think you're going to. I think you're going to go in there and you're going to win and you're going to win big and it's going to be I agree. It's going to be domination. Now, it may not be the, you know, because I don't think you've, I mean, other than that one game, you haven't really put up an offensive, you know, superpower. Oh, game. I could see this being a Zach week. You think so? I absolutely, because Bill's going to come in committed to stopping the run because that's what the Jets have done. Mm-hmm. They looked very listless defensively to me. Against Justin Fields, who can't actually beat you with his arm. Zach Wilson can beat you with his arm. Do they actually? Now they let, have to keep you. They have to keep him upright, which could serve to be a problem. Do they actually let uh, Elijah Moore play in this game? Oh yeah, he'll, he's back this week. Okay, that's that was all. Just, that was just a one week. You you want to fight and you're gonna foe. You have officially fa'd and now you have fo'd. <laughs> so we'll just sit you on the bench. You want to talk some more about your playing time and your usage? I didn't think so. Oh, they didn't sit him on the bench. He didn't even go to Denver. He sat at home. Good for Robert Sala. Yeah, it's a good coach. It's a good coach that you can get right now for what did I, what did I say? Plus a thousand, mm-hmm. plus a thousand right now uh, out there for coach of the year in the NFL. I mean, if you continue this this streak, five and two, way better than anybody thought you would be. If you make the playoffs with that team, he's got a shot. He's got a shot to win coach of the year. There's no doubt about it. Time to get weird. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Uh, time to get weird, and why not? Let's just let's just go to Florida. We're not even gonna play the fun game because you know all the weirdest things happen down in Florida. Now this could be this could definitely be a crime story as well, but you know. It's also kind of a weird way to deal with your problems. As a Florida Dollar General employee is now in trouble because the other day he got into a confrontation with a fellow Dollar General employee. They were having a little disagreement about where the toilet paper is supposed to go. I don't know what the fight was over. I just made that up. Anyway, they got into a fight, got into an argument, and then the following day, while uh, Jerome Ellis was behind the counter, the other coworker decided he was going to take a little potty break. And he set down his drink and he went off to the lavatory. And while he was gone, some nefarious things were done to his drink. He was not happy about it. He called the, uh, called the cops because he came back and tasted his Pepsi and went, hmm. This tastes like it's got some sort of uh, chemical in it. Not really sure that I should be ingesting this. And when uh, cops came, they went over the video surveillance. Guess what was seen? Right behind the counter, there's Mr. Ellis putting bleach in the guy's drink. He put bleach in the man's drink. All because they had some kind of a disagreement. He also wiped off the can, walked away, and then came back before the guy got back from the bathroom and spit in it too. Oh, that's uh, that's immediate 
you are going to get hurt very badly. <laughs> that is that is uh, that is on the eighteen Fafo scale, no doubt. Uh, you not only put bleach in it, but you also spit in it. Uh, obviously, he is uh, now being charged because those are crimes. This is an interesting way to try to deal with your problems. I'm just going to poison you. As somebody that does marketing things for this show, I know sometimes you come up with brilliant ideas and they work famously well. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you come up with ideas and they don't work so well and that wasn't all that predictable. Just misses the mark. And then there's things like Capital Pizza in Lubbock, Texas. They came up with a marketing plan that I feel like somebody should have said it out loud. They have a Jeffrey Dahmer special. A what? A Jeffrey Dahmer special. Uh, now, according to Is the owner, the name of the chef. Just uh, unfortunate coincidence. Nope. It's exactly what you think. No. Now, according to the owner, this is not actually on the menu. It's just a prop. But sitting on their counter is a. It's a pizza. It's a pizza that has fingers and eyeballs and ramen noodles for intestines, and it's covered in some kind of red liquid. Oh no. How? Uh, uh, who thought that was a good idea? Mm-hmm. Apparently, this was a an idea by an employee that took the mantle to create some, and I quote, spooky decorations for Halloween. Yeah. I don't know who thought this was a good idea, but it was not. They have been drugged down the sidewalk on Twitter and all the social medias. Of course they have. I also cannot emphasize enough that that is the least appetizing looking thing I've ever seen. Well, I mean, it is a prop, so at least they're not trying to feed it to people. Well, I mean, in the fake finger and the fake eyeballs, and the, the ramen noodles on pizza is just really unappetizing looking. That's, I mean, no different than putting pineapple on it. You right? stop. Pineapple on pizza is delicious. It is phenomenal. So you draw the line. I mean, you'll have fruit on it, but you draw the line at noodles. I also had a buffalo mac and cheese pizza from uh, Pepperoni's out in Black Mountain. Okay. I never knew that was a thing, and it was delicious. So why why the problem with the spaghetti? Just because it looks bad? It's not spaghetti. It's ramen noodles. There's a huge difference. First of all, ramen noodles are disgusting. They taste like the flavor pack. They're gross. Now, if you sp- if you make your own and you make the broth and you do all the things, that's serviceable. That's like astronaut food. Why stop eating that? Cup of noodles and uh, it's quick, it's easy, it's cheap, tastes good. Well, here's the thing. So am I. Uh, doesn't mean it's <laughs> doesn't mean you should have it every night. Okay, correct. Gets a little old. Ramen noodles on a pizza. I mean, I'm not saying I would run out to, to do it. It's, I think you can put anything on a pizza and make it taste good. Not true. Not true? Pesto. Gross. That is true. That is one of the things on this planet that seems to be revered by everyone except for me. Yep. Uh, uh, Jeremy, uh, you got agreement here. Right. That pine salt sauce, you keep that off my exactly. anything. It's awful. It's the worst thing in the world. <sighs> Kevin Vick said Don't they had that. a sink clogged with uh, ramen noodles. Drano wouldn't break them down. <laughs> That's because the original noodle was made in 1947. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And still good to this day. And still only cost 10 cents a pack. Ugh. Ugh. 
I say the same thing to this pizza parlor as I said about the Halloween costumes. There, there comes a time where you have to draw the line. Like, fictitious crimes, making fun of those. Okay, we can we can get down that path. Don't do this. Don't don't make a it's thing out a of good, real it's a, it's a very bad look. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Call your shot Wednesday continues next. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. So between the 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 news about Mac Jones starting this week against the Jets and Robert Quinn getting traded. If you're just joining us, yes, Robert Quinn got traded from the Chicago Bears to the Philadelphia Eagles for a fourth round draft pick, which is I mean, highway robbery. For an undefeated team in the NFC that already has a great defense to get Robert Quinn for a fourth-round pick. is insane. It's absolutely insane. And who knows what other deals they might try to swing before the trade deadline coming up next Tuesday. Well, I mean, there's there's still a ton of players out there. Oh, yeah, and we'll get more into that uh, later on in the program. In the next hour, we'll get into... Who could be traded at the deadline? Because, I mean, you still got Roquan Smith from the Chicago Bears that could be traded. There's a lot of talk about Kareem Hunt right now. There's just there's there's a lot of trade candidates, and we'll, we'll do some prognosticating on uh, where they might end up. Of course, I'm not going to do the pro- prognosticating. We'll leave that up to the one and only Flostradamus, Jeremy Green, since he is letting the mullet flow today. It's Call Your Shot Wednesday. Here in the Sportsocracy, get us on the YouTube comments or you can uh, give us a call on the little voicemail that Jeremy's got set up. What is, what do you have the number in front of you there, Handy? Uh, it's 828-436-2812. There you go. You give that number a call and you can uh, leave us a voicemail with your take and then we can play it back here on the show. So Technology. We've always wanted to take calls on the show. The problem is there's not a producer in the building. So right. it's it's just the two of us. The phone's not on my side, so Tank has to answer that. And then you have to be careful that and you gotta make sure nobody says wordy dirds. Right. So you can give this voicemail a call, four three six two eight one two. You can call that, leave your hot take, and then we'll play it back on the program here. Uh, if you so choose, or just hit us up in the comments on YouTube. Draft questions have been coming in. 
I feel like with all this breaking news that we've had in this hour, we haven't really given that much justice looking ahead to the April draft. Jeremy says that Jameer Gibbs is the number one running back in this class. Unequivocally. If you missed that at the beginning of the hour. What are some other names that we need to be looking at in this draft class that we may not have talked about already? This is going to be one of those that's – there's so many quarterbacks that it pushes guys down. Uh, my mock draft that comes out next week, Will Anderson, Will Anderson goes way lower than you would ever believe elite high level pass rusher and he gets pushed down by quarterbacks i was gonna say is 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 it because his stock has fallen is it because he hasn't shown up in big games and made big plays this year it seems like all of the struggles that alabama gets that's always one of the go-tos of well you're supposedly have the greatest generational pass rusher on this team and he didn't do anything well i mean he's been productive but he's also made just a ton of mental mistakes Mm -hmm. a lot of penalties a lot of just things you don't expect from a player that high uh, that's that highly rated the other thing getting him there are about nine thousand edge rushers in this class uh felix azama from uh kansas state that's a guy that i know i have not mentioned i will i I would literally wager my house he goes in the first round really you watch kansas state and he just jumps off the page he is a ridiculous pass rusher i mean it's part of the reason that kansas state's so good Mm -hmm. is that they have a legitimate playmaker on both sides and that's deuce vaughn on the the offensive side who's four foot three but talented kid Mm -hmm. Uh, andre carter from army that's uh, another guy that I haven't talked about nearly as much as I want to. I could see seven legitimate edge rushers going in the first round. So it's quarterbacks, edge rushers, and two running backs. This could be the first round. And a couple of wide receivers sprinkled here and there. And, and that's with a, a guy in Isaiah Foskey that I was high on coming into the year. I'm not nearly as high on as I was. Mm-hmm. Seems like every week he goes down a spot or two. And now he's not even in—he's not even first-round consideration for me at this point. Really? Mm-mm. And does the—and the question is—is is that because his team's bad? Is it because Notre Dame has been so underwhelming? And once he gets into the process, is he going to go right back up? Well, I mean, you have to give those things credence. There, there is something to that. But if you're—if you're a top twenty pick, which he was universally thought to be coming into the year, that doesn't matter. I mean, Will Anderson doesn't get completely pushed out of plays. It, it, even, I, I'll give you another example. Uh, a guy that I'm, I'm not going to say I'm as high on as everybody else, but Tyree Wilson in, at Texas Tech. I, I never forget he's on the field. There's never a time where he is so irrelevant that I forget he's out there. And that's on a, I'll say an average defense because I'm in a I'm in a pretty good mood and I want to be nice. Wow, that's shocker. That never happens with you. I've gotten two free meals in two days. That's <laughs> no, that's yeah. so that's the key to the heart. Yeah, you get fed really nicely two days in a row. That's it, it. Certainly helps. Okay. So this class will be filled with uh, with quarterback. Who are the who? who who are the wide receivers right now? What's your what's your pecking order? Uh, Quentin Johnson's Quentin Johnson's my one. He's the A uh, number one. I, oh, no doubt. Uh, and Jigba's just so – the fact that he's been gone and then you get into the problem with Ohio State, 
you've got a high level quarterback. There's a ton of playmakers on that team. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jackson Smith and Jacob is still, still my two, but I like Quentin Johnston better. Uh, then you get into uh, a tier with Jordan Addison. I still have Kayshawn Booty up there. Booty. I mean, I know this year hasn't gone the way he wanted it to. Josh Downs from North Carolina is another one mm-hmm. that's right there. The two Maryland guys. Jalen Hyatt. I like Jalen Hyatt. Is he, I mean, is it, dare I say, fool's gold? Is he just no. good for the Tennessee scheme and putting up big big points, or is he an actual legit NFL threat? Oh, he's a legit NFL threat. He's okay. very Deshaun Jackson-y. He's very small. That that always makes me nervous, but he he will run a forty time that is, he might run the fastest forty time at the combine. Hmm. Okay. There are people that claim he's four two five fast. And then you know, as you said, the Maryland guys, Raheem Jarrett and uh, Dante Demas, very high on your list. Marvin Mims still a guy to at least discuss. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I've Just, been pretty obvious about my distaste for uh, everything that's happened in Oklahoma. But he's still a talented player mm-hmm. that I think probably goes in day two. Zay Flowers. I love Zay. A.T. Perry from Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. He's more of a back-end day two guy to me. I'm not saying first round. I'm I'm just saying that's that's a guy that I could see having a major role. I think he will be good. The problem with the, – the, one of the problems I have with A.T. Perry is he just does not run a high-level route tree. He's not asked to. That's a – that's a kooky offense mm-hmm. the the claw po and it just it doesn't really breed nfl players because they come to the league and you have all this physical you have physical gifts but you don't really know what to do with them it's one thing to get open it's another to, to get open when the play's not even determined to be a pass four seconds after the snap that's not real life nfl football mm-hmm so if you had to put a number on it, how many how many receivers go in the first round? Four. I'll say with with the way it looks now, Quentin Johnston is definitely going in the first round. Jackson Smith and Jigba is definitely going in the first round. I would say probably Jordan Addison and Josh Downs. And then you get into that second tier. And I would say Kayshawn Booty probably goes early in day two. Kayshawn Booty left out of the first round the the head case side of him is is really bothering teams mm-hmm. but now he's also a guy that could come into the league and you go oh yeah you're you're that guy yeah well which lsu receiver path is he going to follow could he follow somewhere in the neighborhood of justin jefferson uh jamar chase or he's not that he more good. of terrace marshall he's better than terrace marshall but he's not as good as the other two mm-hmm. he's very talented but the 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 personality is going to rub a lot of people the wrong way because the minute you sit him down they're going to ask what what happened in, at florida state and then happened two more times on games that weren't national television games and so people don't know about it as readily okay is paris johnson the generational talent some put him out there to he's be? very very good the only thing I think that could end up pushing him down is that there's another tackle in this class that I'm not going to say he's as good. He's in the ballpark. Skaronsky? Is that who you're talking no. about? No. Skaronsky's very good, too. That's not actually who I was referring to. Okay. Skaronsky is more of a, 
I know he's going to find a role. I'm just not 100% sure I know what it is. Mm -hmm. Paris Johnson, if you don't know who he is, he is the uh, star tackle for the the Ohio State Buckeyes. And there are a lot of people very high on him. No, Jalen Duncan's who I was referring to at Maryland. He's a house. And you've seen it in a couple of these games where you go up against a high-level pass rusher and they just disappear. He's a top 15 pick, may go higher than that. Okay. Paris Johnson be the first one off the board, but Jalen Duncan will not last long after him. Mm-hmm. And I would say, and they're both ahead of Skronsky at this point. You are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN. Asheville will have more from the Ingalls studio up next. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community. One that's stronger, more fit and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. The Sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. And Russell Wilson says he's ready to roll. Let's ride. Pew pew. Oh, it never gets old. It never gets old. He loved the Cactus Jack fingers. Uh, anyway, Russell Wilson says he's ready to roll. He is ready to start against the Jacksonville Jaguars Sunday morning, our time, uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars in London and Mr. Whole Pack of Badgers uh, likening himself to a certain superhero because of his abilities to heal quick. He said, I heal real quick. I don't know if it's, you know, Wolverine blood or what. I'm starting to get annoyed with this Russell Starting? I'm just, you know. What do you mean this Russell Wilson? This is who he's always been. Whole pack of badgers. That's the goofiest thing in the history of the league. I did, uh, again, and this is another one of those. When you're winning, you can be a goober. Exactly. Now you're just a goober. Exactly. I mean, your funny little jokes and all of that were we're we're okay. I mean, we we dealt with it when you were winning games with the Seattle Seahawks. Now, now you're just annoying. Exactly. By the way, is there has there ever been a marketing scheme that made more sense? Then Russell Wilson with Subway. A mediocre quarterback for a mediocre sandwich. Aww. Pew, pew. 
let's ride. Again, we'll never be endorsed on this uh, oh, show. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Subway's just crossing us off. Subway's like, why do you have to keep talking so bad about us? Well, because well, there are seven sandwich shops that are franchised, and somehow you're the 10th best one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, where's the excitement in this, though? I mean, Russell Wilson says he's ready to roll, let's ride, whatever. Where's Who's excited? Is there a is there a Denver Broncos fan that's like, yeah, there's still hope? Oh, yeah. I mean, Broncos fans have a lot of hope for this weekend. They didn't need a reason to get drunk at 9.30 in the morning, but found one. <laughs> you, you gave me a reason to aggressively drink first thing in the morning. All right. We only we usually only do this when we're snowed in during the summer or during the winter. Now, Summer also possibly also in possibly. Denver. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, it's just it's a listless franchise. I, I am curious to see if there's anything to the report that's out right now that if they lose to the Jaguars – they will actually make a move on Jerry Judy and Bradley Chubb. Because that screams to me, uh, we have to recoup draft capital because Goober over here with his Subway chicken bacon ranch has just eviscerated our franchise. Are you calling George Payton into question? Oh, absolutely. We all thought he was the genius coming over from the Minnesota Vikings. and Isn't that where he came from? Yes. So... And I still think he's a bright guy, but he I, just panicked, made a move that didn't really make sense at the time. And I said that, and now you're getting, this is over the top, but I feel like this being a letdown was very predictable. The trade deadline could be very, very active next Tuesday is when it's coming up in the NFL. Who's going to get traded? We'll go down all the latest rumors next. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It's ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We are the Sportsocracy, and we're heard everywhere, live or on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Seen everywhere on YouTube. All you got to do is go to thesportsocracy.com, click on the live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat and get the alerts whenever we go live. It is a take your shot, or call your shot Wednesday, rather, here in the Sportsocracy. So hit us up on the YouTube comments, or you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail that we can play back here on the air. 436-2812 is the number. 436-2812. You can leave us a message, and then we can play it back. Whatever your hot take is, we will address it here over the next hour of the radio show. The NFL trade deadline comes up next Tuesday. We've already seen some trades be made. We had one today, right at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Robert Quinn to the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles getting Robert Quinn from the Chicago Bears for a fourth-round draft pick, which, again, highway robbery makes that defense more terrifying, terrifying. than it already was. And they're trying to keep pace. I mean, obviously, this is a team that's 6-0. and They are all in to win. They could go 11-0. and 
in this season and hope that they don't have a Pittsburgh Steelers-esque meltdown at the end. Somebody mentioned earlier in the comments uh, their hot take of the day was that the Philadelphia Eagles would get into the playoffs and not win a single playoff game. I don't know who in the NFC is supposed to beat them. I don't genuinely believe in any other NFC team. Can we just let in 13 AFC teams? No. I mean, Philadelphia and then just the AFC. You're all better. Things will turn around. There will be there will be contenders that crop up over the season. You gotta give the Minnesota Vikings their shot to be in a Super Bowl again. Hopefully they won't lose this one like they've done all the other ones that they've been in. Well, I mean, those were before I was a person. So What, they don't count? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, really the world started the day I was born. So, so wait, wait. Are you saying that Super Bowls that happened before you don't other, count? Other than the Super Bowl three <laughs> greatest game yeah, ever played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Other other than the one your team won. Correct. None of the other ones count. Gotcha. Well, right. I mean, here's the thing. Mine involved Joe Namath selling his soul to the devil and is why I have been sad for 30 years. So that's why it's relevant. NFL trade deadline coming up next Tuesday. Who will be moved? Uh, I want to tie this one into a super chat we just got from Kyle Grove. Uh, he said he's got $30 in fab left in his fantasy league. Should I use it all on Kyron Williams? No, 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 no. And let me tell you why. The Rams were heavily in on Christian McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. I still think they're going to make a move of some kind. They're so all in. It's Now, you talk about your, your bucks being bad when Brady's gone. Mm -hmm. There's coming a day where the L.A. Rams are going to be an expansion team. Yeah, because they just don't care. They know it's coming. Which is also why I think Sean McVay floated out the, well, I could retire. Mm -hmm. Not with this team, you won't. <laughs> Give it a couple years, and you might. Yeah, you, I mean, you could, you can only sell out for so long. I mean, how, how many times have we had that conversation about my very team on this program? You can only sell out for so long, keep kicking the can down the road, as Jeremy likes to call it, until it's finally going to catch up to you to where you run out of those stars you run out of those big contracts and in the los angeles rams case they keep mortgaging their future by giving up their draft picks what are you going to be left with and the rams have basically told every team in the nfl they can have cam makers for a bag of recyclables that they could take to the metal yard and nobody wants them not up until this point well, I know definitively they offered four picks and Cam Akers to the Panthers, and they were rebuffed. Interesting. And you think, it, but that didn't have anything to do with Cam Akers, did it? They well, they wanted the picks this year. The Rams were trying to space them off. Right. San Francisco sent three and one. The Rams allegedly wanted to do one and three, or at worst two and two. Mm -hmm. And but you get Cam Akers too that's not attractive to us no it's not a bargaining chip that holds a lot of power uh so the answer to kyle grove is i would not spend all of your fab on kyron williams because he is the passing down back and I, I, there's probably no team in the league that i'm as confident they're going to do something as the rams and i've heard a little a little, a little birdie told me watch out for them with dj moore there's been so so much smoke with DJ Moore that I know the calls are being made. Mm -hmm. Whether anything happens, that's debatable. They want a lot. 
and justifiably so, mm-hmm. this could be one of the times that what you want and what we're willing to offer for a receiver that's $25 million against the cap next year, those two things may not line up. But that's one I've heard a lot. Green Bay Packers, it was somebody put out breaking news today on NFL circles that Green Bay Packers are making phone calls on wide receivers. No kidding. <gasps> no. They've been doing it for weeks. Seriously? They want Chase Claypool for virtually nothing, and Pittsburgh's not coming off of it. I wouldn't give him up for nothing. I mean, so what's that? what does that deal look like? I mean, I'm getting – I'm asking for a three. And I'm going to laugh until uh, I almost urinate on myself. Really? And then I'm moving on. That ridiculous? For a malcontent receiver that it's very obvious that you want out of your building. Yeah, I'm good. Mm -hmm. And head case receivers from the Pittsburgh Steelers do not have the greatest track records of moving on and being uh, fun to deal with. This is very true. Like, I'm not saying you'd get it. I'm saying that's where I would start the conversation. Well, the thing that from what i've been told on the packers the thing they can't wrap their brain around we get that chase claypool's young but we can have brandon cooks for a six why would we give up a pick three rounds higher than Mm -hmm. that for a player that's not really better yes he's younger but we're trying to win right now Mm -hmm. we have young guys romeo dubs is a young guy that's coming into his own christian watson eventually they plan on being a high level weapon for them Mm -hmm. i need right now and the Brandon Cooks thing is that's one that's just made it's made too much sense mm-hmm. and I know they're fielding the calls. Well go get it. I mean if you can if you can get him for that, fine. The Houston Texans are willing to val- come I'm, off I'm uh, getting some kind of good value for Chase Claypool. The Texans are willing to come off any player that's not physically attached to the ground. So everybody but Damian Pierce. Basically he's yeah. hunkered in there. Oh, it's Damian Pierce, Derek Stingley. And Jalen Petrie. End of message. Repeat the line. You can have anybody else. Mm-hmm. We'll even give you Davis Mills if you'd like. <laughs> and a turtleneck for him to wear if you're in a cold weather city. Would you like to take him on for us? The most interesting one to me is Denver. Because there seems to be, it's a push and pull. Denver really wants to be competitive. Mm-hmm. But I think they know they're not. And as gutted as you are draft pick-wise, no coach is going to take this job. No coach with options will look at Denver because they're going to move on from Nathaniel. If this goes as bad as I think it's going to, he will be a one-and-done. And you do have to look at how are we positioning this. Would you rather have Bradley Chubb, who only plays in one system, or would you rather have the, as it's been phrased to me, significant draft pick compensation that would be required to get him. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's the picks. For me, it's the picks. No doubt. Look at a t- Baltimore Ravens. If they come to me and say, we'll give you a one and a three for Bradley Chubb, which is not as insane as it sounds, and we'll extend him. Are you saying no? No. Not a chance. Not a chance in the world. Because, I mean, frankly, I'd be surprised if you could get that out of him. Oh, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. He's a young, young pass rusher that could be really, really good in this league. Could be, but you already have to have that one weapon. You already have to have the other guy on the other side. This is the only time that he's been really relevant. 
is when he had Vaughn Miller on the other side. And that's that's true to a point, but not really, because you get into some health issues. That's the biggest knock on him mm-hmm. is health. But it tells me a lot that teams have been calling Denver thinking we're going to take our shot. I mean, they've called on K.J. Hamler, Jerry Judy, Bradley Chubb. I, I even heard a report on Justin Simmons. Hmm. I don't know how you would move off that contract. But then again, the numbers, it, the salary cap's fictitious in the NFL. Absolutely. The numbers are made up. Absolutely. And and when you can when you can get a guy like Roquan, or not Roquan, Robert Quinn for a four, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's worth it. You figure out the – you hire guys. You pay – people you know millions of dollars to figure out your budget your salary cap gymnastics we'll take care of it one way or the other here's the other thing i'll tell you uh, and and do i believe what i'm getting ready to say no but it's out there that carolina turned down two first round picks for brian burns mm-hmm. i don't believe you in any way first of all let me i'm going to say this as clearly as i can if you did you're out of your mind and I don't care who they're from. The The rumor is it's the Rams. If that's true, you are insane. There is no player that's not a quarterback that's not worth two first-round picks. Okay. But those picks are for three years from now? Do the Rams, now, do that the Rams, could be the caveat. Right. Do the Rams even have their first-round picks for the next two years? So are well, we that would be the caveat at, is that you'd be taking them in twenty in the 24 draft, the 25 draft. Mm-hmm. That they might have said no to? Absolutely. I would, you I would say absolutely. That's, 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 that's very high-end capital. And so when you said that, I don't know that you can get a one and a three for Bradley Chubb, yeah, you can. You make him readily available, mm-hmm. they won't be on this team by lunchtime monday and that could all swing on sunday morning depending on what the jacksonville jaguars are able to do against the denver broncos if they come out and just frog stomp them then yeah it it may be sell time two other players to look at with the green bay packers and this is going to sound a little strange when i say it but okay. mike gasicki albert okawebenham makes sense okawebenham's going somewhere he, he's if i had to choose a player that i i'm telling you right now he's going to be wearing a different jersey a week from now mm-hmm. that's who it is okay he's been a healthy scratch two weeks in a row because they're all in on greg dulcich and i can't emphasize this enough because nathaniel hackett is his father's son and he's not very bright a tight end would help wide receiver would help more um go get both i was about to say, i'm not sure that one do. precludes the other no they don't you go get whatever you need to get to make this team work because they're i mean there there have already been segments on national shows today talking about aaron Rodgers. will he finish his career with the green bay packers or will he pull a brett Favre and go somewhere else the more and more he talks the more and more it looks like a divorce could be coming and I, even after they gave him everything he wanted the contract the 200 million dollar deal 50 million dollars a year eh, he apparently you know kissed and made up with the front office with brian gudekunst and now he's out there talking causing problems 
people are upset. And now it's, we're back to square one of will Aaron Rodgers stick around. We have to do this for another four years. Oh, he's not lasting four years. Four years from now, he's going to look like Nicholas Cage. Uh, just let's, let's deal does. with this year, and then we'll talk about the future. Right. Another guy's name is being thrown around at the trade deadline is Kareem Hunt. Jeremy Green, not the biggest Kareem Hunt fan. Feels he's pretty overrated. I'm interested to see what Jeremy's take is on what Cleveland wants for Kareem Hunt. We'll get into that up next here on ESPN Asheville. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Ahoy, matey! At Ingles, our extensive seafood department offers a huge variety, from your local catch to flavors from around the world. Wild sashimi tuna, Charleston crab cakes, mountains of shrimp, bourbon salmon, wild mahi-mahi with mango salsa. It's enough to make any salty sea captain ready to set a course for the bounteous treasure of the Ingles Seafood Department. It's all in the bag. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. We are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville inside the Ingles studio and the NFL trade deadline comes up next Tuesday. November the 1st is the trade deadline and it could be very, very active. One name that keeps getting thrown around in these trade rumor uh, blogs and things. Do they still call them blogs? What are you, 100? I'm just asking the question. I mean, that is still a term, yes. Okay, thank you. It just, I mean, a simple yes or no would be, well, that's not really that's what n- the kids are calling them these that, days. That's Tank not what I do. Get with the times. That's sufficient. That's not what I do. You don't have to point out the fact that I'm old. One of our loyal listeners the other day threw out, uh, we were we were talking about, we are talking about something, and he said 100 years ago when uh that park down at the river used to be a racetrack. And I went, you, you stop that. You already make me feel old. And now you're talking about the place I used to hang out on Friday nights as a kid. 
not 100 years ago. You stop that now. Kareem Hunt, though, is a name that's being thrown out there because Cleveland Browns have Nick Chubb. And Ernest Johnson. Right, and Kareem Hunt is an expendable member of that backfield. Now, the funny part to me is they are reportedly asking for a Christian McCaffrey-type haul Kareem Hunt. It's not even kind of true. Really? No, it's not even kind of true. They would take, it would take more than the Jets gave up for James Robinson, but mm-hmm. not by much. Offer him a four, maybe a five, and he's gone. It's an expiring deal, which obviously takes it down because you're going to have to pay him. Mm-hmm. This is a really good running back draft class. There's And there's just not that many teams that need a running back. I don't necessarily think he's moved. He could be, mm-hmm. but I don't find it to be very likely. I think I would say when we're when Tuesday rolls around next week, it's more likely we're talking about a couple receiver deals, one of the tight ends, maybe two, and there might be one high end guy that we're not expecting. Josh Jacobs. Why in the world would the Raiders trade Josh Jacobs? You're giving him nine thousand carries. Expiring contract. You're not for a team that plays up next year. Maybe you want draft capital. Well, for okay, I I, want to dive into what you just said because I've heard several people say, "Well, they didn't pick up his options, so they don't. He's not in their future play." That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why would you pick up the fifth year option on a first round running back? You'd pay him thirteen million dollars. That's insane. Nobody would do that. It could literally be Saquon Barkley. You're not doing that because you're not paying a running back that much money. It doesn't make any sense because you can re-sign him long-term for $8 million a year. Mm -hmm. Why would I set $4 million on fire? That has nothing to do with how they view him in this scheme with this staff. It's a totally false narrative. Okay. And I've heard that from a ton of people. Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. There's also why drafting running backs in the first round doesn't make any sense, but you almost can't keep them on that number because it's cost prohibitive. Mm-hmm. And above all else, it's just flat out stupid. But you're going to let him hit the market and you may be franchising for him. No, that's true. If that's you true. want to, if the, if it's that important, franchise him. Guess what? That's still cheaper. Is it really? Yes. Than the fifth year option? Because you currently have four running backs that are completely messing up the number. But then you get to five, and it lowers it. Okay. All right. So you say the the report that they want four draft picks. That's stupid. Is, is ridiculous. That's like me saying. Somebody made that up. That, that would be like me saying, I want to be four inches taller. Uh, a, why? B, who in, how in the world are you going to do that? Well, see, that was the, my initial reaction. When I saw that, I went, huh, well, I mean, wish in one hand. And piddle in the other. Exactly. Because that's exactly where you would be if you were asking teams for that kind of return for Kareem Hunt. I mean, I just looked to the James Robinson deal. The the Jets were desperate. It was very clear. And they called on Kareem Hunt. They apparently didn't like what they heard. Mm-hmm. And so they moved on to James Robinson. Well, see, that's why, you know, we were talking about the LA Rams. I look at them as a team that they should be in the hunt. They should, pun intended. But I'm bumped. Yeah. And I'm not really sure that I agree with you. 
is Kareem Hunt better than Darrell Henderson right now? And if so, by how much? Because it's not that drastic. I mean, I would say he's better. By how much? I mean, I don't know how much. See, to me, they're very similar players. I mean, I have long stood by that I believe, given the opportunity, sole, you know, he takes over sole possession of number one for somebody, he can return to that Kansas City form. Uh, Kyle Grove in our YouTube chat said David Montgomery. And I'll be honest with you, he would probably be had for vaguely what Kareem Hunt would. And to me, he's twice the player. Really? David Montgomery is a good player. Mm-hmm. He's been on dog water offenses, which has made him not as impactful as you would like him to be. Mm-hmm. But in terms of just sheer talent, I don't think there's eight running backs in the NFL that are more talented than him. That's one if I'm the Rams, I can I can make that happen. Okay, now we're talking. Now we're talking because that's an improvement. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kareem Hunt's a, 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 a market improvement. I look at teams around the league and go, what what could you add? What what would you be in the market for? Obviously, we talked about the tight ends and the wide receivers with the Green Bay Packers. I keep looking at these teams, though, Dallas and New York, of we don't really believe in you. What Are they going to be active in the trade market? I mean, I'm sure they're fielding calls. I just don't know what you're going to add. I mean, Dallas, you could add a receiver, but who do you feel drastically better about than what you have? Every name I've heard on the market outside of DJ Moore, who will be incredibly expensive. Mm-hmm. Are they better than Michael Gallup? Brandon Cooks? Is he better than Michael Gallup? To me, that's close. Maybe. That would probably be an improvement. I mean, it would definitely be an improvement for... Because, I mean, it, it, it makes it, your three that, drastically right, right. better. Say they're on par. Well, now I have two Michael Gallops and a C.D. Lamb. Yeah, I feel markedly better about that than just having one. So he doesn't have to be drastically better. If I can get him for a six-round draft pick. And, and see, I feel like smart teams do this every single year. Philadelphia. Uh, Gage Camplin asked in the YouTube chat, thoughts on the Quinn trade. Brilliant. This is what smart teams do. You're getting an asset that is worth more than a fourth-round pick. Now, the beauty of those day three picks, you get three to four years out of these guys at very, very cheap. Your hit rate's also about 20%. I'm getting a known quantity that I don't have to continue to pay. I have the right to, to franchise him if I want to. Let's say he comes out here, has 10 sacks the second half of the year. I can franchise the guy for a year. Mm-hmm. A one-year deal is never going to kill me. It's the long-term deals that bite you. And this is, I just think smart teams do this. You look year after year after year. Look at the the Jets, obviously a team that I know very well. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many, how many player trades, not draft pick trades, player trades, Joe Douglas has made in the three years he's been there? No clue. 19. Wow. 19. That's a lot. That involved players. That is an astronomically high number. And look at the talent on the team. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville.
92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. It is time for the most important message of the day. And that that message, Flostradamus. Don't do crimes. Don't do crimes. And there's a bar up in Iowa. They did crimes. You can't do crimes, especially as, uh, you know, when you live in Des Moines, Iowa, the city council there, slapping back against this bar after... That was probably a poor choice of words, but something occurred at the bar that they're not down with as a city. Apparently, last month, there was a performance of some sort at this bar on Court Avenue, and apparently it turned X-rated. Uh-oh. Yeah, and you can't do that. Violates Iowa's indecent exposure laws, videos of the incident, got widely circulated on social media, and because of the lewd performance, the Des Moines City Council has temporarily suspended the liquor license for the downtown club. They will also face a $1,000 fine. It is unclear when the suspension will begin. Now, would you like the twist of the story? Jeremy, the name of the bar, Shags. Oh, boy. <laughs> Apparently, there was some of that going on at Shags, and they have now taken their liquor license. And I feel like you will be shut down should something like this ever occur again. It's not a good look. Mm -mm. Not at all. Do you have a crimes? I, I do, Mike. Uh, I've got two computers oh, no. here, and I'm not sure either one of them's actually working. Oh no! Well, that's not good. Man, technology. We need a we need a break from. We each need other. a break from each we, other. We need a break from each other. I'm I'm real tired of technology. Okay. Well, speaking of breaks, let's take one of those here in the sportsocracy. We'll see if we can't uh, put some band aids on Jeremy's computer here. We will be back to address the uh, uh, some of the other questions that we've gotten throughout the day here on a call your shot wednesday you can give us a call leave us a voicemail we can play it back here on the show give your hot take at 828-436-2812 or hit us up in the comments on youtube Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. We got Thursday Night Football coming up tomorrow 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Baltimore Ravens. You said that with a lot of yeah. prevailing sadness. Uh, well, I don't see how it's going to get better. I don't see how this is going to go well for us. You got a team in complete disarray on a short week after just being completely listless against the Carolina Panthers. You got to play Baltimore this week, and you're not going to have several starters again for this game. Again, the secondary is going to be decimated, but even worse than it was last week. No Carlton Davis, no uh, Sean Murphy bunting, and now Antoine Winfield Jr. is out. I don't feel like the defense is going to be much better than it was last week. Oh, and Luke Godecki's hurt, too. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So now you really are on a sixth guard, it feels like. Tom Brady, not going to be happy. Long week, though. Long week's a perfect time to get shellacked on a Thursday and fire Todd Bowles. Just throwing that out there. You always talk about if you're going to make a head coaching change or you're going to make some sort of a quarterback change. Do it on the long week. Do it on the long week. So maybe that's where this is going. Let's just sit everybody, get uh, killed, and then we can make a major change. One of the most disappointing teams in college football has to be the Texas A&M Aggies. Jimbo Fisher making his billions of dollars. It's not going well. This team is three and four. Probably not going to make a bowl game. And for the second time already this season, Jimbo Fisher has had to suspend several of his five and four star freshmen that he famously paid. Uh, well, he says he didn't, but we all know he did. We know he did. Paid so much to get to come in with this historic recruiting class. Just shocker of shockers. 18 year old kids with a whole bunch of money. They don't tend to behave well. I, it's and it's funny you brought this up so i was at socon media days earlier today mm -hmm. seth greenberg was the uh the the speaker it was seth greenberg and debbie antonelli and he started talking about nil and where he thinks this goes mm -hmm. and he said something that's been marinating on me and it it's one of the more brilliant things i've ever heard you know where this is headed where contracts mm -hmm. it's the only way there is no other way Jimbo Fisher is proof positive of why. Jimbo's making a billion D dollars. You can't fire him. The buyout is $95 million. Even Texas A&M that has very deep pockets, you're not paying that much. Mm -hmm. But the problem is that you bring in these players that they're beholden to what? They're here for what? the money mm -hmm. and something debbie antonelli said has been resonating with me too of it's not like you're retiring on this and the dichotomy of both of their perspectives on this was really interesting to me you get a, a school like texas a&m what are they really selling you all right so when jimbo fisher comes into your living room what is he selling you talking to the parents talking to the kid what's the pitch come here and win national championships Nobody with an IQ above salad dressing believes that. This is not a national contender. They've we, never been a national contender. We, we get enough top talent. We could be. 
I've done this so, before. So your pitch here is be a part of maybe a perspective thing that you could go to Alabama and just do anyway. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. You're not winning at this rate in recruiting for that. Jimbo Fisher's an offensive guy. I want to see how close you come on this. The Tennessee Volunteers have the most prodigious offense in the country. Okay. They average 571 yards of offense a week. Mm-hmm. You know who two is? The number two? The number two offense, offense in the country. USC? It's Georgia. Oh, what? I didn't, it's Georgia. 526 and a half. First of all, number two is 46 like yards a game behind Tennessee. Second of all, the fact that Georgia just tells me how dog water your schedule has been. How many yards per game more does Tennessee average than Texas A&M? With Jimbo Fisher, the offensive guru. Oh, he's, so, he's such a genius. Hmm. I'm going to go prices right on here and go 201, Bob. You're too low. It's 230. Yikes. Which is what Iowa averages a week. They're be- so the best offense in the country. What your the selling point of Jimbo Fisher. He is this offensive guru, won a national title with Jameis Winston. You're in between Virginia Tech and Florida International offensively. Yikes. That's a level of bad that I can't wrap my head around. Mm-hmm. And if you look back through the time that Jimbo's been here, this shouldn't be that surprising. There's always been this talk of, oh, Jimbo's, he's really turning things around at Texas A&M. They're getting worse, and I don't know why any why people don't see that. He came in and coached up a good-ish roster, and they've gotten worse every single year. Mm-hmm. Why? Because all you're doing is bringing in kids that are chasing the dollar signs. That's why they're signing with you. Oh, well, our facilities. Everybody has facilities. Mm-hmm. At this point, if you don't have facilities, you're irrelevant. Google LSU's locker room and then talk to me about facilities. <laughs> right. Or Florida's. Or the the concept on Florida State with what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. You're not winning with facilities. You're bringing in guys that are chasing money, and they couldn't care less about you if they tried. And it is so obvious. There is no team in the country that plays with less fire than Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. They have talent. They're, they have talent, sure. But it's all young. It's all... It's all bought un, and paid for, I'll un, say it. Un, uh, it's all bought and paid for talent. These guys got the money, and now the next thing they care about is getting to the league. That's it. They don't care about Texas A&M. They're undeveloped, and they are undisciplined, obviously. I mean, again, this is the second time this season he's had to uh, suspend freshmen, superstar freshmen that they have been brought in. Three of them that allegedly were... They were well. They were doing crime. We're not going to report <laughs> it was, what it is because it's not confirmed. It's it's not. But you can Google it. It ain't that hard to find. And rumor. I believe it. A little rumor. Some high times and misdemeanors uh, going on. The program's record three and four. They're one and three in SEC play. In the league, 
in, just in the SEC, there are how many teams in the SEC? 14. Is that it? I thought there was 14. Okay. There so, will be 16 with Texas. Gotcha. Okay. I was, I was, had 16 in my mind. Uh, they are currently 14th in scoring. Mm-hmm. So dead last in the conference. That means they're worse than Missouri, worse than all the dog water teams. Um, 12th in rushing. That's that's interesting, seeing as how you got a great running back. Devin A. Chain is a good running back. 13th in passing. We know Haynes King is not a good quarterback. No, it's Dark time to turn bad. It, I think it's time for them to, to turn it over to the, uh, to to the, the freshman. Weigman, I think is his name. Their offensive line is terrible. It's just nothing is nothing is right on Ask offense. yourself this question. I long got – it was said of me that I was biased against Jimbo Fisher. Mm-hmm. Name me the offensive player that's ever played for him that got better as time went on. He went from some three-star recruit and then turned into a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. I'll wait. Yeah. You look back through his career, the highest-level players he, he's ever had, they came in good, they stayed good, and they went – roughly where they should be mm-hmm. he's not a good coach i laughed out loud when i found out he was leaving for texas a&m i laughed out loud and went oh you have no idea what you just did you uh, you paid four hundred dollars for a domestic light congratulations <laughs> you can dress it up and call it champagne all you want to mm-hmm. it's still a peeber and that's what he is a peeber Somebody did uh, have their hot take earlier in the YouTube stream that uh, among domestic lights, Bush Light has the most flavor. And if you disagree, you're wrong. Agree or disagree, Jeremy? You're the expert on domestic lights. Uh, they're all good. Oh, just all of them. Don't care. I've stopped actually saying a brand. I just sit down and go domestic light, please. I don't care what it is. I think that should tell us everything we need to know. I don't think it should surprise you even vaguely. I would agree with you. I mean, at this they're point, all the same. They're I, all bad. I, I'll be really honest with you. At this point, I've been doing this for so long that I'm not actually sure I can tell the difference. I think that's all the. Uh, I think that's all the cigarettes. Uh, that's, that's, that's all the heaters. Uh, yeah, You've you destroyed know. your taste buds. It's possible. And that's, why, and that's why you can't appreciate good things like ramen noodles on pizza. Uh, ramen noodles, <laughs> period. You enjoy that salt packet soup. That's fine. Throw a little uh, linguine in there. It's, it's, it's a delicacy. Mm-hmm. Cut up some Oof. hot dogs in there. Throw a little cheese in it. What is that's wrong awesome. with you? What, awesome. Did you hate yourself? <laughs> You're making Russell Wilson soup over there. Just yeah. hot dog water. Absolutely. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, Let's ride. Bang, bang! Poor college students. They know. They know. There's some amazing things that you can do with ramen noodles when you're not making a whole bunch of money. Throw them in the trash. That's the best thing you can do with them. And again, they're super cheap. That's why you like it. I said 10 cents earlier, and I forgot. Inflation. Okay, they're 25 cents a piece now. Get a Mr. P's pizza. It's 59 cents. You'll thank me later. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. 
If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. See, Ascendo gets it in the YouTube comments. If you use, so he says, yum, hot dogs and ramen, throw in oh. some cheese and some bacon bits, a little cooked celery and carrots. What? I mean, what kind of privileged life did you, did you lead as a poor college student there, Ascendo? We didn't have actual vegetables. What? Did you just take all the, why do you not just throw four leftovers in a bowl and mix it together? Uh, 100%. Oh. And then he followed that up with brilliant, more brilliance. Take the mac and cheese packet, put that in your ramen noodles instead. You get that cheesy goodness, and then if you cut up some Vienna sausages, then you're in business, baby. Oh yes, Ascendo. Why you do and you I hate are... your stomach? Hey, yeah, yeah. and I, and I'm specifically referring to you here. You um, just, I mean, just... all I'm saying is I haven't gotten coronavirus. Just throwing that out. Yes, there. you have. <laughs> no. You just didn't go to the doctor and have them tell you. <laughs> I'm immune. I'm immune, baby. Yeah, it's, it's all those draft ga- nerds you're gonna have to it's, be. It's all those gas station hot dogs I've been eating over the years. Dude, I'm impervious. I would say you're unkillable, but I've seen you drink three domestic lights, so it, it, you 100 percent have a kryptonite. <laughs> oh, and then he says his personal favorite was the canned corned beef hash with a microwave tater cheesy ramen lathered over the top i'm i'm never going to not regret asking this question i have a weird feeling 
What the hell is canned corned beef? Excuse me? You've never had corned beef hash? I've never had corned beef, period. Why? G- gross. Who hates you? How that's, are you that's, how are you how are you claim to be that? a leprechaun and you've never is had corned beef? No, uh, are you doing spam, spam right now? Because that's what that sounds like. I mean, when it comes in a can like that, yeah, it's partially like spam-ish kind of stuff. Special but, processed know. alien meat. Out. Spam. <laughs> Special. Here's another I like one. that. Here's another one we can cross off the list. Although I, I, I don't know that spam's out here has been in ad dollars. I don't think I've ever heard an ad for spam. Yeah. Are you almost to the point of actual death? Do you need to eat something or you will expire? Steve, Stephen Tao hit it on the head. I don't, he claims, Jeremy claims to be from the South, but I don't think you are. I understand. I Listen to me talk. Yeah, but part of being from the South is basically we'll eat anything that you, oh, can, no. that you can concoct. Uh, no, no. No, I mean, I'll eat hot dogs, but that's about as, that's about as low on the food chain as I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Frankie Cleary says Vienna sausage is the devil's doomsday food. I think he's right. Can get you through some hard times, buddy. That's all I'm saying. I like the finer things in life. Like my brand new Pathfinder from Fred Anderson Nissan. Hey, see what I did? Nice little segue. 100%. It's because I know we're almost to the end of the show, and I get to go out in the parking lot, start that bad boy up, and drive it to my house. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can do the same by visiting our friends at Fred Anderson Nissan, 629 Brevard Road. They will give you $250 extra on your trade just for mentioning that we sent you. Yes, indeed they will. Um, there were the, Earlier in the program, in the YouTube comments, one of the hot takes centered around college football and the Tennessee Volunteers. Are we buying it? Are they seriously contenders for a national title? Yes. It's the most prodigious offense in the country, and it's not close. All you have to do is be able to play dead in a Western on defense. Frankly, get two stops in a game, you'll probably win. Mm-hmm. Because there's nobody in this country that can stop you. I absolutely buy Tennessee. And I'm, I, you know what? Sweeping declarations. Okay. I think they're the best team in the country. Okay. If if I had a vote in the poll, they would be getting my number one. Better than Georgia, better than Ohio State. Name of the game is offense, and I do it better than anybody. Right. We've already seen what they did to uh, Alabama. And Hendon Hooker, Heisman Trophy? Yes? No? Maybe? He's the leader in clubhouse right now. I mean, basically, the betting line has moved to a point of him and C.J. Stroud are neck and neck. Mm -hmm. Only thing that can derail him is if they lose a game they're not supposed to. Then it becomes a just hand it over to CJ Stroud. Right. We shall see. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. We will have the Thursday night preview and picks coming up tomorrow on the sportsocracy. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Baltimore Ravens. Not looking forward to it. You shouldn't be. It's not going to be fun. Fantasy show in the morning. Me and the Canadian. We're fixing your teams. If you're two and five. If you're three and four. We'll tell you the players you've got, where they need to go, and what you need to get out of them. Join them live on YouTube back here tomorrow in the Ingalls studio at 3 p.m. on ESPN Asheville.